Welcome to Real Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Carrington, and welcome to the first episode of 2021. <sighs> it feels good to be back, guys. Let me tell you something. I know 2020 was a little rough, up and down. It's been sideways, up, down, every which way, but uh, I can say that we are probably back for good this time. So I hope you enjoyed our hiatus, because now you get to hear our lovely voices again. And with me today, I've got Cody. Hello! How are you, Cody? Not too shabby. COVID has sucked. Yes. But I've realized realized I'm such a homebody that COVID hasn't affected me too much anyway, so... Other than I'm forced to stay at home now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of having the option of staying home, now you're forced <laughs> <know>. home. <laughs> that sounds like somebody else I know. And I will introduce him next. Donovan, how are you? Doing good. How are you guys? Glorious. As in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Answer now. Exactly. And continue. Answer in the comments or what have you. <laughs> Answer with a five-star review. Oh, I like that platform (laughs) that you are listening from. Whether it's Facebook, Twitter's, Anchor, whatever you want to call it, Instagram, all the social medias, all the social medias, just all all the YouTubes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, and then last but certainly not least, speaking of YouTubes, my other (laughs) yeah, my other friend who's with us, who I have seen recently actually, Jordan. How are you, good sir? Hey. <laughs> the most talkative one is, is now quiet. Dun, dun, dun. Listen, I like to throw monkey wrenches in there sometimes. Don't want to be your monkey wrench. Hey, we're not, we want to get monetized. For whatever, that's true, for that's true. They just dropped, Let's, the dropped a new album today, too. Ooh. I know. So, fellas, we're back. 2021. Let's start big. Let's start strong. With a game. Yes, just like that, Cody. (laughs) Uh, With a game called Frog Fraction. So, here's the thing. I know. I know. I know. Quick history. This is developed and published by Twin Beard Studios. Um, This game technically came out in 2012 uh yeah so it's an older game so why are we reviewing it now well back in the day it was released in flash and since flash is well now dead the developer jim storm dancer decided to re-release the game on steam for free mind you and it's using the unity engine and it even has 4k support <laughs> what <laughs> No, it doesn't. I am dead serious. Do you have a 4K monitor? I do not, so I could not take advantage of the higher resolution. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So, yeah. So with that, there was also some um, expansions also recently released within the past couple months as well. So this game is still getting updated. There was a Frog Fractions 2 that was released a couple years ago. And the developer says that the expansions to the original Frog Fractions consider that Frog Fractions 3 and 4, basically. So we're only reviewing base Frog Fractions. We might go through and review the other ones. But for now, I just figured let's start easy. Let's start strong. Let's start with something odd that 
was a meme back in 2012 that many people probably don't even realize was a thing, and that is the original Frog Fractions. So there we have. Don't worry, we have more games uh, lined up to play that are newer and to keep you guys updated with stuff. But since this is our first episode back, I wanted to start easy to kind of ease our way back into things and get into the By reviewing things. a Flash game. By reviewing a Flash game that take, <laughs> should take you roughly an hour to complete. Yes. Good thing I, good thing I watched someone else play it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good thing Carrington helped me with it. Yes, yes. Okay, so you watched me through it. So it. Weird. it was just like, how? what is up with all this fruit? How come I have like 25 million units of fruit? Like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, Donovan, I knew you would remember it because it's, 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 a, it's, it's, hmm. Interesting. I don't know how to describe this game it. without spoiling it. So, how's this? Odd? Big spoiler <laughs> alerts Jesus. from here on out from here on out because there's no way to talk about this game without ruining it would you guys the ones who have I mean, played it slash watched it like the base gameplay of it right at the beginning yes uh so you're a frog and you eat bugs and <laughs> it is very much a satire on games that were made to educate kids Oh my gosh. <laughs> so like when you're eating bugs, like fractions appear out of <laughs> for no reason. Like, oh, because I remember Cody, I watched you play and you're like, what are all these fractions for? You know, fractions, math, smart stuff. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong here for so far? <laughs> no, I thought I... I when you open it up in oh, here, hold on. Let me open it up in Steam and see what the tags are real quick. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I thought because... it was a cool game. You thought what, Jordan? I thought it was a cool math game. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Frog Fractions. Oh, it's free-to-play casual education adventure. I'm like, oh, this is on coolmath.com <laughs> that I probably played when I was in elementary school. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Donovan, if I remember right, either Josh Rebush or Brian Carmack introduced this game to us. I don't know which one, though. I feel like it would have been Josh. I feel like, too. Uh, by the way, Josh is one of our close friends that we've known since we were, like, five years old. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. What are those tags, Cody? Because, like, I... This... The... Mm-hmm. The tags are free to play, casual, education, adventure, and those are the main four. Okay. Um, indie simulation. Whoa. Those yeah. are the genres. Sure. Indie it's, simulator. Yeah, simulation. Yes, there is a simulator at the end of the game. <laughs> so, like, this game, you can be broken up into basically sections. Heavy spoilers, so if you. I don't even know what to say other than heavy spoilers. Each section of the game is making fun of a very specific genre of game. So the first half makes fun of basically your uh, like your educational games that you probably played while in probably like fifth grade or something. Coolmathgames.com. Coolmathgames.com. <laughs> and then it switches to like a like a Ikaruga, though if, if anyone knows what Ikaruga is, it's like a it's a bullet uh, I can't remember the name of the genre, but it's a scrolling shooter basically. Turns into that. And then it turns into a 
I don't even know. Uh, what did I say? Oh, like Doki Doki Literature Club. So Dating Sims, it makes fun of Dating Sims. Uh, kind of, sort of. More like more like visual novels. Doki more like, Doki, though. More like visual novels, I should say. Not a Dating Sim. It's a visual novel type thing it's, it's making fun of. And then it becomes a text adventure, which it makes fun of those for a second. And then it makes fun of Dance Dance Revolution games. And then I'm trying to think of what's next. Oh, and then and then the simulator, the business simulator. Then it makes fun of that, and then the game ends. <laughs> Interesting. So, so those are the steps that the game takes, and when you don't know what's coming, because I just literally I just spoiled everything for you. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't know what's coming, it is the most craziest adventure you will go on. Uh, because when you're switching genres, there's no transition. There's no, gosh, I don't know. There's no nothing. You just switch genres and you go with it because it starts off with you simply on a lily pad in a pond eating bugs and the bugs start shooting you. Then you're in outer space. Then you're on Mars. Then you're in court for killing people or and eating bugs basically. And then you're in a spaceship <laughs> to escape Mars. And then you're underwater. And then... <laughs> Cody, am I missing anything here? Because you played it just now. Yeah, God. But <laughs> the thing is, you go through that. I So I played it once on my own. And I'm eating bugs, and I'm getting upgrades, and then I get stuck. And I'm like, this game is stupid. What the heck am I supposed to do? Because it teaches you nothing. It doesn't tell you anything. So I gave up. And then I shout out to Carrington and says, I have no clue what to do. <laughs> and then he guides me through it. And then it makes more sense, but it is so weird. But no, I don't think you missed anything. Oh, cool, cool. It's cool, but it's weird. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, Jordan, you said you watched someone play it. What are your thoughts while watching someone play it? Okay. So, like, I, I've been meaning to say something about this, but sure. like, occasionally, like, I, I was watching the beginning and I was like, oh. Okay, I mean, I see why this takes a short amount of time to complete. I look down at my phone for a half a second, and I look up, <laughs> and something else is happening. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, this, oh, mm. did I, this is the same, same video, okay, mm -hmm. uh, okay, so now it's going, okay. And I look down, I look down back at my phone again to, like, respond to another text, and I look back up, and something else is going <laughs> on on the screen. So I miss, I miss the transition. But I am understanding, like, like there was this moment where it the game starts going into this really deep proverb that was uh, involved with uh, I forget which um, civilization it mentioned, but it, it got started getting really deep, and I was like, oh, this is like um, Undertale. Like it starts off like nice and simple, mm, mm -hmm. and then it just becomes increasingly more and more complex and throws just random stuff at you. Yes, I think the part you're referring to, Jordan, I think it talks about the fictional history of boxing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you figured that yeah. out. Okay. That's, yes, that one. Huh. <laughs> I was fascinated by it, and I'm I, honestly, I was impressed. At first, mm -hmm. obviously, the, the beginning is meant to throw you off and make right. you think, okay, why, what am I playing right now? And what, like, am I going to have to add up these fractions later? Because, like, in my head, I was thinking, okay, so... Let's see, what goes into 360? Well, part of this is like 200,853. 
So if you bring in the 853 and the 360, you get like this much. So <laughs> I was overcomplicating for myself. My brain got tired. Sure. I go on social media. I look back up, and it's a completely different game. Honestly, good experience to like watch if you're. Uh, I, I'm just gonna say that it's a good experience to watch. Like I'm, I'm yeah. enjoying it, even though I'm not playing it. I, I could definitely see that because I mean, when you part of the fascination with it for sure is not only experiencing it for yourself, but also like almost what because Cody, the reason why I had you go on stream so I could watch you because I, I just love seeing people's reactions <laughs> to the game as they play it and go through each thing. Okay. And it, I, I just I just love that that aspect to it. And unfortunately, <laughs> it's just one of those things look on my face the entire time. Yeah. And to me, that's oh, good wow. enough. Yeah. I mean, I had a um. Uh, some friends play through it recently. Um, Cause I'm like, oh yeah, this game, you guys should check it out. Cause they were bored. And I'm like, oh yeah, check out Frog Fractions. And I'm like, wait a minute, get on webcam so I can watch you play it. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yes, do it. And they were just like, what am I playing? That the entire time, just like, what? What am I doing? And to me, that's that's just as rewarding as someone just just being flat out confused as they go through it. And then at the end, they're like, this is the greatest game I've ever played. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it is definitely one of those like bait and switch games, like Doki Doki, which we reviewed a couple years ago. But mm-hmm. I, I, the ending isn't as rewarding, though. I will say that because Doki Doki had yeah. a much rewarding ending. True. Whereas Frog Fractions, if you're out there listening, there are two endings to the game. One is a fake ending, which you complete um, at some point. And then once those fake credits roll, the game continues on for another five minutes or so. And then the real credits roll. (laughs) I I, I don't think I saw the real credits. I I think I quit at the fake credits. (laughs) (laughs) To be totally honest, like, oh, great credits. And I couldn't skip them, so I left. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, that's and what the, i do in all my games and then the weird, this one it's like you leave and you can't reload where you were to skip the credits so mm-hmm. i just missed that landing part anyway. and, and the fake credits too it's just like oh yeah froggy played at, by the frog you know it's very tongue-in-cheek how it's done and there are even characters in the fake credits that don't ever appear in the actual game which i think is just ah, it's just the cherry on the whole thing you know it's the cherry on top <laughs> but if i search my game files do i find that uh what's her face took over and deleted characters i'm just relating it back to doki doki, doki. i yeah yeah no unfortunately not um okay. i wish though once you're done with frog fractions like i said there is technically dlc which right now is fifteen dollars the base game is free the dlc is fifteen dollars i will say that um when i bought it both dlcs yeah both dlcs in that pack yeah one's five dollars one is ten dollars i bought the dlc both of them for i don't remember how much it was like five bucks or something like that i don't remember it was super cheap Oh no, the DLC is just ten dollars. The soundtrack is five dollars. You are correct. Now that I'm looking at it. So if you just want the ten dollar thing, go right ahead. It gener- generally speaking, it 
I guess it goes on sale because like I said, I bought it during the Steam winter sale for like five bucks or something. I don't remember. It was cheap. I was like, yeah, I'll buy it because it's that good. Um, I don't know how else to talk about it. Um, like, I mean, the art stays the same. I mean, it still looks like a Flash game, just kind of yeah. just updated a, a little bit because I've got a 1080p monitor, so it certainly looked like it was an HD as opposed to Flash. But it mm-hmm. still looks like a Flash game, just with updated resolution. Fellas, those of you yeah. who played it slash watched it, do you have anything to add? It's definitely intriguing. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend it to people? I'd recommend it, mm-hmm. but give it give it a chance. Because honestly, if I didn't have you there during the word puzzle thing or like mm-hmm. the word game where you have to type out your clues mm-hmm. how to quit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes the text-based adventure portion if text-based adventures are not your thing uh stick with it that's all i gotta say stick with it um and you can figure things out i did figure it out on my own eight years ago when this game originally released um, but there's also guides if that confuses you and you're not used to text-based adventures. Um, I would like to say that yeah. um, there there should be more games like this, and there are. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if this game inspired a lot of games that we know today. So props to the creators for um, inspiring a generation of uh, people <laughs> who like to take things to the next limit, or the next limit, the next level, excuse yes. me. Yes. And um, just throw random stuff at us because you know most things like that do stick to the wall uh, literally yes yes they do yes, and <laughs> and i will say too like frog fractions 2 released in 2014 but it took people like the internet almost like two or three years to actually unlock the game because of what the creator did because he also did something very clever with that which we'll get into maybe when we decide to review frog fractions 2 maybe who knows <laughs> Uh, I know we generally like to give scores to things. I don't know how to re- put a score on Frog Fractions. Other, than, I'm, I would give it a solid eight point five out of ten myself. Um, Cody, because you actually played it as well. Uh, thing is, I didn't <laughs> play it fresh. I had help. That's true. That's true. So I didn't get the full experience of trial and error. I had a hundred percent success rate the entire time. But even with that, I'd say at least I'd say a, at least a seven, just for the way they did it, and the satirical fashion of the game itself. Mm-hmm. If if you don't, it is very much tongue in cheek and very much satire. So if that's not your thing, uh, I would take a backseat to this game. Um, I I will say like. This is really much right up my alley. I love things that are satire. I love things that are tongue in cheek, and if, and it doesn't matter. I, I usually, yeah, it does matter what it is. But like, Frog Fractions just takes so many twists and so many twists and turns. Even replaying it, getting ready for this review, I still had a bunch of fun with this game. Like, it's still, it's still a bunch of fun. It still made me laugh. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. Donovan. Hi. 
You been quiet. You've been quiet. It's time for you to talk a little. You and myself um, love aviation a lot. We get that from our father. We get that from our father. Mm -hmm. And you still need to get your pilot's license, by the way. I do. But do you have it or you're getting it? Uh, it's it's on hold right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Due to COVID, gotta love COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta love COVID. COVID. Um, but in spite of that, there was a game that released recently. So I'm gonna give a little bit of backstory real quick to it. So it's called Project Wingman. It's an indie game made by one guy under the company Sector D2. Again, the name is uh, the game is Project Wingman. There is a game that you and I both love, Donovan. A franchise, I should say. Uh, yes. Which is Ace Combat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the time, Ace Combat 7, I think, is the most recent one. Yeah. Uh, Ace Combat 7, yeah, it's the most recent one. Ace Combat 7 was taking a bit, a little bit of time to come out at the time. So this guy said, you know what? I'm going to make it all on my own. In the meantime, Ace Combat 7 did drop and release, which is a fantastic game, by the way. And even then, he was like, I'm still going to finish this game. So Project Wee Man did come out uh, December 1st, 2020. So mm-hmm. as of this recording, it is two months old. Donovan, you've had some time with Project Wee Man. I have. I have indeed a lot. A lot of time. So how does it stack up to Konami's Ace Combat 7, which is, of course, a AAA title? Uh, or Namco, I'm sorry. Actually, I said Konami. It's Namco. Yeah. Uh, so it actually holds up pretty well. So I would call it the Ace Combat of the PC realm. Because mm-hmm. it very much is like Ace Combat. Uh, graphically, the way people talk, the briefings, how you select stuff. Even how aircraft are named. Because technically you can't have, like, say, the FA-18 or the F-4 or whatever. Or an F-22. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, you can't. You can't have it because it's technically licensed, so it has to be named slightly differently. Uh, so even that's in there. Uh, Wait, is the quote-unquote the... A-10 in there or an F-117 quote-unquote? Uh, the A-10 is in there. F-117 does not make an appearance, gotcha. unfortunately. Okay. okay, continue. I'm sorry. But uh, but yeah, uh, mechanics, pretty much the same as Ace Combat. Like it's when, when it says it's inspired by Ace Combat, it's basically Ace Combat pc version pc port if you will i mean the story is completely different mm-hmm. uh, it does take place in like an alternate earth like all the ace combats do uh where you play as like a mercenary group where you're involved in like a civil war of the remains after like a nuclear war uh just like the remains of part of the states called cascadia and could it where... be any more like ace combat <laughs> I know, right? Even the names of like continents and forces and stuff, like Crimson Squad is like your arch nemesis mm-hmm. uh, squadron. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's actually very, 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 very fun. Very, very, very similar to Ace Combat in just about every single way. Just about. So, would you, ha, can you say you finished the main story yet? Or are you still like going through it? I'm. And- I'm still going through it. I'm about halfway through the story uh, right now because, like, there are no checkpoints in the game. Mm -hmm. So no save points. So if if you crash or die or something, you start all the way back at the beginning of the mission. So you could be playing, like, average mission is about 
30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes. So you could Just be like playing for, combat. you know, a half hour, mm -hmm. crash by accident, and then get reset all the way back at the beginning. So that's kind of frustrating. But uh, if you do die or crash, it's most likely your own fault. <laughs> so you, you have nobody to blame but yourself. You can't blame the game or anything. It's like, it's not like it's hard to play or hard to understand what's going on. It's just you weren't paying attention or you suck. <laughs> <laughs> now, because um, like Ace Combat, even though it's touted as a like flight sim, it's more like a flight arcade with some sim like mechanics. Is it also mm -hmm. similar in that way? Very similar. It's nowhere near like the DCS series that uh, many aviation and flight sim fans know about. Nowhere close to that. Uh, so it's very, very arcadey. Not, nothing too fancy in there. Uh, you just get in there, fly, have a good time, blow some stuff up, and not have to like fly for hours and not have anything happen. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, just die out of nowhere, get blown up. <laughs> and so that's okay. And uh, as far as the way the game looks, because it, it was pretty much all done by like one guy yeah uh if you haven't if you didn't say anything mm -hmm. i wouldn't have realized that it was one guy i knew that it was a small team i didn't realize it was that small but the way the game looks it's actually quite incredible for for just one guy uh the set pieces that he has for each level looks fantastic uh the level design fantastic explosions fantastic uh, the jets fantastic on the outside on the inside they're pretty good um can you confirm the accuracy of some of the cockpits yes i can uh the f-16 pretty good uh some of the switches in there are a little too big and the throttle and stick aren't even close to what it actually is but they're in the right spots generally so you would say about 90 percent accurate then I'd say about 89% accurate. Okay. Okay. Uh, even the F4 Phantom, I've sat in the Phantom's cockpit. Mm -hmm. Likewise. Yeah, very, very close. Very close. So he did a, he did a really good job. Uh, okay. Recreating and modeling all these, these aircraft. Uh, and the cool thing is, if you have the ability and if you have the money, uh, it is uh, supported in VR. Hey! I was getting on I was getting Fantastic. Yes, it's fantastic. Uh, I, you, I would suggest that you play it in VR if you can, and if you don't have a headset, you better grab one, because this is the perfect, the perfect game to either get into aviation and aviation games, and if you're already a huge aviation fan, it's just good to pop in and play, because it's super quick to get into. Not a lot of setup. So, Donovan... We've talked about VR before on the show, mm -hmm. and you, we've talked about Half-Life Alex and how like how Valve just blew it out the water and may have set a bar so high that it might be impossible to get to. But we've talked about other VR games as well that yeah. have come close or we can compare it to, and hopefully it doesn't essentially kill the VR market. How does this handle with other VR games that are just the best VR experiences you, ha you, you can experience? Um, I'll say because 
there's no controller support, so you have to use either like an Xbox One or Xbox controller gamepad, uh, or you know stick and throttle. You have to use those kinds of controls. So there's no native controller support, so you can't physically grab the stick or anything. Uh, so if you gotcha. wanted something like that, it's, it's not in there. Let me clarify real quick, because I know what you're saying, and I just want to make mm -hmm. sure it's very clear. You can use a stick and throttle, correct? Yep. You can use correct. a controller if you want to, correct? Correct. But with VR, you have these special controllers that go along with them. Those are not compatible with this game, correct? With Okay. Yeah. So you can't use your VR controllers and grab the virtual uh, cockpit stick, right? Right. Yeah, you can't okay. do that stuff. Uh, now, how, like do you, the... how do you play it? Do you have a stick and throttle and everything like that? Or do you just have used controller when you play those types of games? I have a full HOTUS setup. So stick, throttle, all the buttons, uh, rudder pedals. But uh, just for simplicity's sake, I actually just use a controller because it's just more comfortable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Donovan, does uh, your entire um, like simulation setup, your HOTUS setup, does it does the entire thing work? Your rudder pedals, your throttle, your joystick, does all that stuff work? Oh yeah, you can set it up uh, with all that stuff in there. Okay. And quick question also, because I know you have this setup as well. Does your infrared setup work? Track IR? I don't yes. know. Okay. I know you have it, but I figure since VR, it's probably taking a back seat. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, uh, just about every flight sim that I've got, uh, they've got VR support for it. So the track IR has been shelved. <laughs> so for everyone that's out there wondering, Donovan has like basically a infrared camera uh, or, or sensor, and he, ha and he has this hat that he wears, so that way it can track infrareds and as he moves his head um in the game it moves his head wherever he needs it to go so it's like a step below vr but a step above your normal mm. setup okay yeah and it's not like you're looking completely away at the screen like basically if you look to like the left two degrees it's gonna turn the camera 90 degrees okay so it's like an accelerated movement uh but it's not like super sensitive like that I mean, you can't have anything in the background. Like, you can't have lights, uh, candles in the view of the infrared sensor, and like no lights. And you can't have a window behind you either, unless you have some super great, like blackout curtains. Otherwise, it just goes crazy. So that's like its limitation. But yeah, I don't anyway. know if it works with that. Okay, I was just curious. Um, I'm trying to think of yeah. anything else because you covered Hoda's VR. Halfway through the campaign. Um, oh, is there other mode game modes other than the main campaign mode? Yes, I was just about to get into that. So, other than the main story mode, there's a mode called Conquest. Mm -hmm. And if you've played Star Wars Battlefront or like Battlefront 2, you know the Conquest mode where you just go to different planets and you conquer the galaxy. But well, it's kind of the same thing, sort of, in this game. Uh, you're, you basically head a mercenary company you know, for, for aviators. Uh, and you go on missions, capturing territory by territory. And as you capture territories and do missions in those territories, uh, you get money, which you could spend on getting new airplanes, getting advanced weaponry, uh, buying 
uh, like additional wingmen to help you on the mission. And that's that's about it. I think that's all you can spend your money on. Is that multiplayer or is that is it all still single player? This is all still single player. Okay, yeah. so it's um, okay. Yeah, I don't and, think there's multiplayer support in there. Okay, just, just I was just curious. Okay, and for yeah. those that are fans of the Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, he, Donovan is referring to the ones way back when by LucasArts that came out in the mid 2000s, not the new yeah. ones by oh, EA. Okay, not okay. the new ones. Not the new ones. I don't think the new ones have uh, Galactic Conquest. Now. If, I don't think they do. I don't think they do either, and I love that mode so much. Such a great mode. Yep. Um, but yeah, so you, that's what you spend your money on. Airplanes, pilots to help you. Uh, and the kicker with the whole thing is and there's this alert timer. So you have to complete the missions as quickly as possible uh, because the longer you're in a mission, the higher the alert level goes. So the next mission that you do, the harder it is. And so as you can imagine, getting close to the end, it gets really hard. Uh, like I think it goes up to level 30 and then it resets back to zero. But I mean, if you get to 30, that's just insane as it is. Uh, and each time you go on a mission, it's like randomized a little bit uh, with the objectives. So it's not the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, it's like a random objective. You complete it. You do small little boss fight and then you move on. And it also is like a roguelite mechanic. So if you die, that's it. You reset back to the beginning, but you keep all of your purchases. So you don't have to repurchase the planes that you got. Cool. And then on top of that, uh, you can adjust the difficulty, but then there are these little uh, additional modifiers in the game that you could have particular challenges. So just completing the campaign, I mean, that's not the end of the game. You have this whole conquest system that you could play for endless hours. And that's what most people tend to gravitate toward anyway, is that conquest mode. It's gotcha. pretty good stuff. Okay. Uh, the only limitations I will say with the game, like the negative points uh, that I'll talk about is VR support is pretty rough. I mean, it's not bad, but uh, like a lot of indie developers that have games that have native monitor support and VR support, uh, the VR support... Uh, you get a lot lower frame rate, even though your computer can handle all of the requirements. So, like, uh, you could play on Ultra on your monitor just fine, hop into VR, uh, you'll get, you know, maybe half the frame rate or even less. So you could be in, like, 120 frames per second and then get into VR and you're getting 45 just based off of, you know, how it's optimized for VR. Uh, so that's the only thing... That's a limitation. You can turn down the settings, and you'll get you know, a good 60 frames out of it. But uh, I will say you won't notice too much of a, a visual difference. It actually still looks okay. really, really good on medium settings. Like, it looks really good. I mean, the effects that he put in there is just insane. Like, flying through clouds, you get streaks of water, and you can just straight up tell in VR, even though you know sometimes it could be a little blurry. No, you can tell. It's... It's quite amazing. Just the little things that this guy got. So, that so is, uh, actually Project Wingman. How how would you rate Project Wingman with your experience? I know you've spent probably a couple weeks on it at this point. Mm -hmm. 
How would you rate it, even though you haven't finished the story, but it sounds like you've gotten a lot of time into it at the same time? Yeah, I, I rate it at present about a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason I give it a 9 is, again, VR support isn't all there. Um, and that, that's really about it. Uh, the, you're not going there for the story. It's like a Godzilla movie. You're not there for the story. <laughs> you're there for the effects and the monsters fighting. So same thing with Project Wingman. It's got a story. It's not very strong. But you're there for the flying and the explosions. And the awesome special effects. Uh, yeah, so don't go in it for the story. <laughs> it's not going to be like some deep ace combat story. Uh, so yeah, that VR support. That I think that, that that's about it. Uh, for other people that really want multiplayer with every single game that comes out. They may dock it based on that yeah. single single player only, and I don't know if he's gonna do a uh, a multiplayer mode or not. Anybody else yeah. have any questions before we move on? Uh, yeah, nope. Godzilla or Kong? Godzilla, Gojira. Has that movie Absolutely. come out yet? Godzilla, easy. Not not yet. I I know the trailer okay. just came just dropped last week or the week before that, but I think it's supposed to come on either. It's supposed to come out this year, but we're. Not... Okay. Yes, it is supposed That's to come out this year, like later this year. I think uh, spring, I want to say. I think you're right without me looking into it. I just know I, it's I, this year. I don't, I don't know. Otherwise, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break really quick. And uh, we'll be back with some news and our off topic, which is when was the last game, last time a game released to hype and actually delivered? Stay tuned for more. Remember the first time you held a controller? That first cartridge you blew into so you could get that stinking game to work? What about your first comic you read? The first time you saw Star Wars? Years and years and years ago. Now you're an adult working full time to provide for you and your family. But even after all of your hard work, you still make it your quest to spend time with your kids hoping they find even the slightest interest in some of the things that you had grown up loving. Video games, movies, comics, My Little Ponies. Join me, Kyle Fetterline, every Wednesday morning on my quest as I discuss with guests what it's like to raise a kid and watch them take after some of our own interests as kids, or have no interest at all in the things that we had grown up loving. This is Parent Quest. Head on over to Anchor and ask me your questions, leave me a voice message, and follow me on Twitter at ParentQuestPod, Instagram and Facebook at ParentQuest. Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And welcome back to Real Dudes Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the small break. 
What do we do on those breaks? Well, we don't do anything. We usually use the bathroom or, you know, just kind of take a break to kind of just recharge ourselves to get back for the next bit, like the news. So we don't have much as far as news is concerned. One, uh, I think obviously Verona has affected a lot of news cycles. Um, of course, like as far as your big AAA titles, there's a bunch of stuff out there. But when it comes to our, our indie titles, it is it can be hard to come by even when it's not Rona, but... Um, Anyway, um, right now, this is what I do have, though. Eldest Souls, which is kind of like a Dark Souls-like game, is launching soon on current gen, which is uh, Xbox Series S slash X, PS5, previous gen, Switch, and PC. Uh, It was just announced. It will be coming uh, in the second quarter of 2021. Uh, So this is by Fallen Flag. It is a pixel-styled game. It is a boss rush uh, that promises to deliver increasingly challenging combat encounters, and only the most unrelenting will survive. So we, uh, it's not necessarily my forte, um, since those kinds of games usually aren't my thing. But if it's yours, maybe it's something you should look out for. Once again, it's called Eldest Souls. Uh, next, this recording is February 5th. Uh, I just want to let you everyone know that the Steam Indie Game Festival started a couple days ago on February 3rd, and we'll be going through the week. Um, so if I had the time, like I did last year when I did the Steam Indie Game Festival during the summer, if I could go through it again, like I, if I had that kind of time like that, I would. But we are gearing up to give you guys great and amazing content so i i will keep my eye out i've already seen some great announcements through that um if you um are listening right now go ahead and check it out um a list of indie i'll try and put a link in all descriptions of some of the titles that i know of and heard of and to keep an eye out for uh which is a great great event that steam and valve do um can't recommend it enough Last bit of news. I we try to keep things pretty family friendly here, but this not to say this this part this bit isn't family friendly. It still is, <laughs> but it's just memes sometimes just take over the internet and I just want to let everybody know I don't know if this is true or not um as far as it being released. However, comma the internet loves Resident Evil recently. Oh lord. <laughs> because Capcom decided to release a character. Uh, before they released her name, she was just known as Tall Vampire Lady. And Capcom was like, you know, we're going to release her height. She's nine foot two, and which made the internet go even more crazy. And in that uh, bit of news, a small game by a rather big company, but also made by an indie studio. Uh, KFC released a game a couple years ago called I Love You, Can Colonel Sanders, where you could date Colonel Sanders. And oh, my Lord. Oh, no. Literally, oh, right, no. <laughs> literally right before we recorded, KFC said, hey, maybe part two's coming where you could, where they might include her in the game. So who knows? I don't know if she's actually coming or not, but <laughs> in I Love You, they Colonel Sanders. They should totally go forward with it, but oh, no. <laughs> So I just want to – this isn't the off-topic. Do it, KFC. Do it. (laughs) I was going to say this isn't the off-topic, but what do you guys think about KFC just being a a literal meme machine right now? 
I'm for it. Pick up the Wendy's flag. <laughs> yes. You. Ah, they have to at this point. They have to. Oh my goodness. That's too good. It's too I, good not to do. I, it's just one of those things. It's just like... I just realized I've been muted this entire time. <laughs> oh my gosh, Cody! <laughs> what were you saying, by the way? I'm just out of, just out of curiosity. Uh, nothing, nothing important. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I I just put in our group chat here the actual tweet, so you can see the actual drawing of it um, that they oh included. I uh, it's just one of those things. This is like KFC. I don't love your food, but just. Keep doing what you're doing, because this is great. If I could eat your food, I totally would, because I'm gluten-free, intolerant. I'm gluten intolerant now, so I can't have any of it. But if I could, I totally would. Because this don't. is, gosh, this, I mean, this thing about it, that is just brilliant marketing. Like, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, the fact that they came out with a dating sim that was free to play a couple years ago. At this point, because it, it came out late 2019, I guess a year and a half. Uh, just brilliant marketing like just hats off to the marketing team and the fact they also came out with a console within the past couple months i, I what can Wait, i say what yes. is that literally happening is that a is that a really a thing i i'm pretty sure it is i saw people reviewing it so i just assumed <sighs> it was a thing but i i was like, just is it a console or is it like a pc i <sighs> I oh, think what in the world is going on? Because the parts in it look like it's a PC. I'm pr- but they call it a console. They call it a console. It basically With a, a built-in chicken warmer? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Heck? <laughs> as far yeah. as I know, it's actually real. As far as I know, it's actually real, but they haven't really said or anything with it. Like it hasn't been released or anything, but it's just brilliant marketing all around, if you ask me. What is going on? 2020, I think. It says it's too a, much okay. of a toll on everybody. <laughs> this website says that's a gaming PC. Okay. Okay. And they're just calling it a console then. Yeah. With a chicken warmer inside. It, this Wait, then why not call it the KFPC? Oh, that's also brilliant. Why uh, am I not in market? <laughs> 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 oh, no. Just a quick thing. So... You know in Overwatch, they have Lucio O's? Mm-hmm. Yes. They already have the O's. Lucio's. <laughs> Why not call it Lucio's? <laughs> that's actually, that's actually, that's, yeah, that's actually a good yeah, question. It should be Lucio's. But it's not. Just like Oreo's, the cereal. Yes. Or like the old um, Peter Pan movie with Robin Williams, where yes. the kid leader was named Rufio. Oh, Rufio. <laughs> Sorry, I love that movie. Yo, that was Dante Bosco, by the way. Yes, it was. was AKA. Uh, oh no, he played. Uh, he plays what you call it in Avatar. Wait, was I wrong? No, no, it's Dante Bosco. He's in Avatar, the last yeah, Airbender. Yeah, he plays Zuko. Yeah, Zuko. Yeah, he plays Zuko. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. The KFC console is VR ready. <laughs> Actually, the specs in it are VR ready. I don't understand. <laughs> I know. It's weird, isn't it? I kind of want one. <laughs> oh, he's the narrator in Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures as well. Yes, he is. And Rebels. Yes, he I is. I forgot about that. 
Anyway, continuing on. <laughs> so I love our off topics. This the, they just go. They they just go wherever they 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 go. Um, a fan slash friend that we all know except for Jordan actually prompted the, us this because I saw him tweet this out. My my friend, our good friend Dorian Childs, um, brought this up and he said you should talk about this on the pod. And I'm like, yeah, I think we should. With recent events, aka Cyberpunk 2077, when was the last time a game released to hype and actually delivered? My only caveat is it cannot be a Nintendo game. Oh, come on! I know. I know. <laughs> I was literally going to say Smash. I know. Because when Dorian tweeted out, I'm like, I, I was like, I think the most recent hyped up game was either Smash or. Um, mario odyssey and he was like yeah i get that but how about not nintendo and i'm like oh gosh you just had to like raise the bar with that one uh, I, I love how everyone's quiet <laughs> i'm googling it i'm trying to i know i look at i look at through my steam list maybe i can pull something up <laughs> isn't that the craziest thing that we we can't even think about one we had a a literal studio in mind and oh i have one okay okay but i haven't played it but i mean gta 5 is pretty acclaimed oh my only my only knock against gta 5 because i know people love gta 5 is the multiplayer still doesn't work after all these years interesting um what about crusader kings 3 never heard of it that hades okay okay hades here's the thing about hades it's an indie game which people loved which people weren't hyped about beforehand only after it released wait did you say hate hate what hades yeah uh, roguelike Mm -hmm. people went nuts for it over the summer interesting which i should have said animal crossing as well but i mean still nintendo anyway crusader kings 3 donovan i will say is also is that an indie game what crusader kings 3 i know it has oh no no okay oh, no, no. <laughs> it is donovan a, it is Don- a triple a product <laughs> donovan might have a point because crusader kings is a known franchise um but it's not like i mean it's not like your halo or gta or mario it's not it's not that big of a heavy hitter but uh i'll put that on the list we, we can put that on the list yeah crusader kings 3 what about the new Halo that's coming out? We don't really know what, much about we, it. Do we, we don't know yet. It hasn't released yet. A lot of hype going into it, but we don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, um. So we that's that's All my only is caveat I'm not with pre-ordering that. Pre-ordering it. <laughs> I got an Xbox Series X because of it, so I'm I'm getting prepared for it. I have a PC because of it. Fair enough. I wasn't sure if my PC <laughs> could run it, which is the only reason why I got a Series X. Why I want to build a Skyrim. new one. Ooh, Skyrim. Good point. True. I'm, I guess I'm thinking of, like, new releases. Uh, yeah, I mean, but... I, I am too, but Skyrim might have... I mean, it did live up to the hype. It was still buggy, mm-hmm. but uh, Bethesda is one of the few companies that can get away with bugs. <laughs> yeah, because they have a history. So. It, with the exception of Fallout 76. I think that was the only exception. But Skyrim... I think we could put Skyrim on the list, guys. That actually released yeah. and people loved it. Like the general public. I'm sure not everyone loved it, but the general public loved it. Red Dead 2. Good point. 
that was another one that I know people loved uh, once it released because there was a ton of hype. I'm seeking out Reddit on this one, but a lot of people say Mass Effect Two. Ooh, that's also the Mass Effect series. This is what's a very big yes, yes, and I've told Donovan this. I've told Donovan this as well. Mass Effect Two is the Empire Strikes Back of video games, and I will die on that hill. I will die on that hill. Donovan, will you agree with that? Concur. Okay. I because I, I know There's we've talked no about question. this at length. I know we've talked about this at length. Mass Effect Two is the Empire Strikes Back of video games. Oh, also Halo Two, which I actually did play, and that I, I played that. But that only... one probably was the introduction to multiplayer Multi- for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. The only thing with Halo Two True. is it is so old right now. Like it, it, that's older than ten years old at this point. Okay. This this Reddit thing is like five years old. So gotcha. I'm going gotcha. back. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> So Skyrim, by the way, is a 2011 release. And I remember being in college when that dropped. And I remember that was the talk of the of just college, the like of the campus. Yeah, back then. Like that was – and I remember when I went to go buy that game, I bought it on an Xbox 360 the first time because let's be realistic. I've bought it multiple times since then. I remember buying it and at the checkout um, – the lady at the checkout line was like, okay, you got to tell me what's up with this. And I'm like, well, you know, it's a big game. And, you know, this is the fifth in the series. And because the guy behind me was also buying it as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I was at Target uh, when I got it. Back oh. when I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, guess I was at Target when I got it. And she was like, what's up with it? I'm like, it's the fifth game in the series. It's one of my favorite franchises. And, you know, it's just, it's just the next thing. She's like, okay, cool. But it was just funny. Like that's just how big Skyrim was. Like random people were noticing like how big the game was. I know a lot of people that got into Elder Scrolls because of Skyrim. I'm gonna say something controversial. Okay. I would no. say the first Battlefront in 2015. You know what? You're not we're, wrong. We're actually. living up to the hype. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, they, it's yeah. it, they obviously there were things that were excluded, and they got it out very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember having a blast playing that first Battlefront game. Obviously, Battlefront 2, the hype died very fast after the game released with loot boxes and all that crap. But after two years, the game was brought up to a very high level. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I Yep, I, okay. Yep, I can concur. Yep. I'm, I'm trying to remember my time with Battlefront, the, the 2015 the first one. Yeah, the yes. 2015. I remember yeah. loving it and yeah. playing it a I lot. I for midnight release, bro. Same. I remember buying it twice on Xbox and PC at the time because I'm like, I know I'm gonna play it that much, and I did. Do people still play that? Do people I, still play the first one? I don't think so. Because Battlefront Two is that good now. Battlefront Two is is good now. I, I can say that. There are some controversies around Battlefront Two still, but I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's same. fine. Yeah, I still play it to this day. Um, oh, uh, I guess in that in that vein, Fallen Order lived up to the hype. Yes, that's a very yeah, true. I don't know if I agree with that. You haven't finished it yet, Jordan. You can't say that yet. I haven't finished it, but I mean, people are still complaining about the bugs and stuff. Well, I guess bugs? so, but I didn't really face any bugs. Yeah, I didn't face any bugs either. I mean, I, I faced a few. I guess I guess the, the donkey video. <laughs> I I guess the most the biggest thing about. Uh, Fallen Order on PC, it does require a controller, and the controller does lag a bit. I will say that. 
It doesn't require a controller. No, but it's easier. Like most people it are like, much easier. With the much well, actually, easier. yes, it is. It is. I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> it is easier with a controller. Yeah, yeah. Another is... game for uh, discussion. What about Portal Two? Yes. Whoa. But I will say that is yeah. wow. That's that game one. is old, but yeah, it did live up. I will in that vein because it's in the same. I was gonna say half of Alex, yeah, because that game is the best VR game you will ever play. Period. Mm -hmm. Period. Uh, As someone who does own VR and invested in it and does own the game, I can't say Half Life Alex is worth it. I I do realize it is it after buying after like my pc is worth probably a thousand plus dollars and then also buying vr at like three or four hundred bucks i don't remember how much the quest 2 is but yes i understand that the buy-in is high but it's worth it yeah just yeah just get get yourself a headset (laughs) and you'll understand that's the thing like i understand like people's like criticisms against vr because it's a high buy-in but at the same time it's like Right now, it's really cheap. It's yeah. All things considered, you could spend your money on a VR headset and skip a, a console like a PS5 or Xbox Series X. You can skip those things and buy a VR headset instead, and it's worth it. I am here to tell you, it is worth it. Probably, yes. probably also much easier to get than a PS5. Yeah, facts, straight <laughs> facts. <laughs> Ooh. I have to uh, join a Discord just for PS5 alerts, and I still miss them. <laughs> I, I was thankful enough to somehow, I don't know how, get an Xbox Series X because they're also very hard to get. And yeah, I got that as well. So um, PS5 is next, but probably not for some time. I'm just going to have a stack of consoles that I never play, but they look cool. Uh, yeah, right? Being a KFC Sorry. console among the list. <laughs> Being a recent um, acquirer of a, an Oculus Quest, props to Carrington for hooking me up. You're very um, welcome. I what can I recommend a couple of VR games that I have jumped into at being like a newbie at this stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Go right Shoot. ahead, bro. Um, I recently got I Expect You to Die, and I've only gone through like four of the Thanks. levels, but it's it's a blast. <laughs> I really like that. I love like mind bending puzzles. Been there. Um. Pistol Whip is a lot of fun, and I know Donovan, you you like Pistol Whip as well, right? I do not have Pistol Whip. I okay. have a Gun Club. Okay, I knew you had something like it, but I couldn't remember which one. Um, Go ahead, Jordan. I'm sorry. And, no, it's okay. Uh, and what was the other one? Virtual Desktop is obviously easier to get PCR PCBR games up and running, but um, Tabletop Simulator through that. I played a game of Settlers with a couple friends the other day. I played some Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. Um, oh, nice. And nice. I'm trying to think. What was the last one? Oh, Population One, obviously. Yes. Play, hmm. the, 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 you, me, and Donovan on no. Population One. Good Lord. I had, that was the most fun I've had we in, were in a while. You should have <laughs> seen us. We were going all over the place, jumping <laughs> off of buildings. It was a good time. <laughs> it is a good time. And, and by the way, our dad, which I haven't played with him yet, but he also just told me and Donovan that he also has Population One. I went nice. and played with, with him with him as well. Like Population One is 
Like if you even if you don't like battle royale games, that's the game is like just I straight don't. fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it is fun. Even though it has a building aspect such as Fortnite, but I can tell you, like, it's not as heavily invested in as Fortnite. Like, you don't have to, like, like, the amount of times I've seen people build actually in the game is, like, zero. Yeah, I think I've only run into two or three people or two or three teams that built. And did you clap them cheeks? Did you kill them or did you die? Uh, I, I, I got one of them. Okay. So it's I was not just like curious. it's a big deal. Yeah not a big deal at all but yeah it's yeah i was never a big fan of the battle royale games but that one is that one's pretty good that's very good especially uh when we couldn't get a team together play with so many different uh random people like i played with a lot of people from scotland and england a couple people from uh uh uh, the netherlands oh nice it was actually it was actually quite fun and I thought there's going to be some sort of language barrier. There's not. It's, mm-hmm. and and those are the teams I gener- generally win with. Is when I play with somebody who's outside of the states, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to uh, inside the states. Yeah, because uh, where guns was, are much more accessible. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was like myself, one British dude, and one English dude, and we just wrecked, like all three of us collectively. Like we all had high scores. And uh, at the end of it, we're just like all high five and give fist pumps and stuff like, ah! <laughs> but, oh, uh, this is recent. Such- and I can say it lived up to the hype. It made as far as it's not very, I, I guess memes are what makes games last usually. But since this game cannot be really memed, the hype for it just died out after it released. And that's Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, 2020. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. It did live up to the hype. I'll say. I'll also say they need to get get on the uh, the bandwagon so that uh, us virtual desktop Whoa. users can play the uh, game in VR. That's the right. Best without using Oculus Link. That's right. I forgot that that's uh, a barrier you still have to get through, unfortunately, with getting VR running for it. That is why I uninstalled it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I was out there well, away this whole time. I could see VR, that because that game is huge. It it's just too takes big, up a and ton I don't have that space. much space to 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 just leave it there when I don't play it. So it had to get booted off for now. Understandable, because I I know that it, that download was well over a hundred gigs. No release date. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Well over a hundred gigs, man. That's crazy. Plus, uh, to get my civilian flight sim itch and i just play x plane 11 works just as fine gotcha gotcha um it doesn't look as good i'm trying to think of is there anything else um i'm surprised we haven't even talked about like hot dogs horseshoes and hand grenades as a did or did we we, I know like you review. and I. I know you and I have talked about. It. We haven't reviewed it, but I know we've talked about it. So that's one to to see about getting into Jordan. Oh, since, he's he's, uh, he's gone right now, so he's not here right now, so he can't listen. But I know it's a VR only game for those of you listening. Donovan and was streaming it regularly for a little while, and that game is a lot of fun to watch slash play. Yeah, it's um, a blast to play. Yeah, it's 
It's the uh, the best uh, best gun game uh, in VR right now is Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades. And what's great about it is you shoot hot dogs. Those are your targets. So that's a lot of fun. Even though it sounds ridiculous and stupid, it's actually quite clever, hilarious, and a good time. I am legit going through literally all my entire library and looking through games that may or may not have lived up to the hype. And it's very hard to find something that just was, you know, overhyped and delivered. That's non-Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, with social media nowadays, everything is overhyped. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are games that sure. there are also games that I hear I have on my list that I enjoyed, but I know like the general public was split on as well. And it's it's just one of those things. It's just like I, I don't know if I can cl- technically include it on that list because it's like a small niche enjoy it as opposed to like the general public. Oof. Because like I also own like stuff like Madden and stuff, but I, those generally don't live up. Crash because... Bandicoot. Yeah, Ooh, the re- the remake. Yeah, the remake. The remake. Yeah, and Spyro uh, lived up uh, as far as its remake was concerned. Did um oh what's that game with the raccoon the spy raccoon or the Sly Cooper raccoon? Sly yeah. Cooper yeah did that get a re-release No it did not Not so that you, I know of. You, I yeah you it. yeah you can't you can't add him unfortunately Okay because I was I felt like they were remaking it or they had released or something Just felt like it was time. Uh, it is like, time for him about, to make a release, but no. And then, like the Prince of Persia remake, also got delayed indefinitely because of Rona. So, really, we may have got it, that. That news came out today, so that's also oh. something that is hard to uh, put on a list because maybe we could have, but we can't. Sands of Time was great. I like that game, and that's the one that was getting remade too. Come on, man. <laughs> like not even because i know that was a trilogy no it was that specific game that was getting remade it was getting an hd remake and everything tomb raider got an hd remake yep (laughs) oh man what is that game called uh uh, nuts and bolts is the only part i remember no uh, Banjo Kazooie. No, 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 not Banjo Kazooie. Okay, maybe that's not it. Not Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> as much as I love Banjo Kazooie, uh, Nuts and Bolts is not good. Rack, was it? What? Ratchet and Clank as a series yeah, is loved. It did get remade as a series. Ratchet and Clank is loved, but like the most recent one, um, met with mixed reviews. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Remade with the movie. Yeah, yeah, and that's why. And I, I think a lot of people were. St- didn't like it because of that reason. Oh, Star Wars Squadrons is another one that that released with a oh, with so, hype yeah. and and oh, delivered. It's it glorious. Deliver? Yeah. Okay. People loved it, and people still love it. I, you and I love it, Donovan. We may not play it as much, but we. I've got twenty hours in that game. Good lord, didn't realize that. Man, I'll I'll buy it tonight. Dude, in VR, that game is a cheat code. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I can I can hook that up right now if I want to. Because like I I. It takes me a second to like adjust everything, but then once I'm adjust, like that second game I play in, I, I'll, I'll go like twenty and two or something stupid like that in a nice. game. It's ridiculous in VR, like, and well, you I don't are know, a pro gamer. 
But thank you, thank you. I think I like to think Donovan and I have a small advantage because we love stuff like X Wing and the Tie Fighter series, and it plays just like those games, just with the HD graphics. So like from oh nice when we play, it's just like oh well, y'all better get on our get on our level. Exactly. <laughs> and that was the funny thing is like hearing reviewers and people who are just playing the game like, what is all this power management? I'm like, dude, you're like the same age as us. How could you miss those games? <laughs> those are like yeah. the biggest hey, man, power games. Some strict parents. I get. Yeah, yeah, I. Oh well, yeah, I guess that's true too. Yeah, there is a ton of power management involved that you have to be aware of with those games because, like, your rebel ships have shields, your empire ships do not, but the empire have slightly powerful lasers. It's just a whole thing, man. Yeah, and that was the other thing that I loved reading about because uh, you hear all these people like, "Oh, I love the Tie Fighter designs; they're so amazing. It's great. How could how could they lose?" And then they play Squadrons forced into the cockpit and have no shields and then they figured out tie fighters don't have shields I'm like where have you been they've never it's had like, shields people they've never had shields and they're like the cockpit is terrible you can only see out the front I'm like where have you been where have you been <laughs> I, know, that, I, mean, I, I love that we talk indie games i love that we cover indie games but there's there's times where i just like want to make super hard exceptions because star wars squadrons was definitely on that list Yes. Man, now I gotta I'm gonna have to try and get a session in over the weekend. For Squadrons. Sure. I'm down. You it. guys are like inviting me. Oh, of course, bro. I'm down. Of course. Down. I've played with all <laughs> kinds of friends and people uh through Squadrons. Um yeah, I we haven't played with we gotta get dad in all these games because I know he's bought this stuff. We've never played with him with this stuff. Yeah, no. Hey, we'll have to see if <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. I've played. They are like I've played No Man's Sky with them. Like Cody's even yeah, played, played No Man's, Man's Sky, Sky with them, and uh, well, I've played Star oh. Trek uh, Bridge Bridge Commander. I still need that. Crew. I still How need that? that. I've heard. I've heard things. Um, you definitely want to get some friends. I as much as I hate oh, saying that out loud, <laughs> you <laughs> you have to have uh, some friends play. Because uh, just playing with my with my dad, it's oh, it was such a glorious time. Oh, and, and so good. Not to say that we don't play with the dad. We also play with our dad regularly. The old Republic. So that is something we play with our dad regularly. I did know that. Yes. 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 Uh, I retract my statement earlier. By the way, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we have to do that because that's uh, that's almost a full squadron there. Yeah, that's a full squad. Five. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a 5v5. So we could just totally wreck every single game. <laughs> BRB by Rogue Squadron. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, I, It's weird to say. that it, It's hard to find. Dorian brought up a good question when he said that. Like, what's the last, like, title that just had a ton of hype and that delivered? And it was very hard for us to come up with. Cyberpunk. <laughs> quiet cody now, it did for like the first hour before you encountered your first bug and then i was like what the first heck is bug. this and then it was over <laughs> i expressed my thoughts in a patreon only episode so if you guys are willing to listen to that that's where it is with that whole entire situation <laughs> really? Yes. Yes, I did. Because I, I wasn't sure if I oh, should release no. it on the main channel or not, so I didn't. So I'm like, I'll just put this behind Patreon for now. Um, 
and that's like the whole con- it's just all controversy like it was just the, it's just the, one of those things that I, I i blamed the higher ups not necessarily the people that put their heart and soul into it even though it took them eight years like it's just one of those things it's just gosh i hate to see yeah, blame the chair people who pushed the release date when yeah the other people said it wasn't ready yet when it obviously was not ready yeah not at all um besides uh, so skyrim portal 2 halo 2 mass effect 2 crusader <laughs> kings 3 <laughs> if, if you, you have remember anthem <laughs> wow wow dude i loved that game um, for like oh like a month and then it was awful. I got that game for free, I think. Whoa. And I was like, I love flying around, but that's it. Because yeah. it's it's fun being like Iron Man, basically, essentially. And the world is beautiful. The story's terrible. But the gameplay's kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, am I wrong? So it's like the beauty of the ocean. No, the, the no, depth yeah. of the puddle. The flying was great. The combat was great. Everything else just kind of sunk. Was, it was bad. It, yeah. And then there's like, hey, you know this white gun that you get at the beginning of the game? Guess what? It's the best gun in the game. <laughs> at that point, I was like, this is stupid. And I quit. <laughs> Do you play that game anymore? Is it even? I haven't played it in a while. I played it for like a month during when Rona first started because it. I want to say it was one of the free games of the month on PS4, which is why I started playing it. Okay. And I thought I got it on PC. I just don't know. I just checked my Steam library and I don't Mm -hmm. have it. I don't think I ever returned it. You might have to check Origin then because it's a. Oh, it is okay. It is on Origin. Oh, gross. I know. Yeah, I don't open Origin ever. <laughs> hey, at least it's not Uplay. Oh gosh, I just <laughs> I just had to reinstall uh, Uplay for something, and I'm like, oh gosh, I can't believe I have to reinstall this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, Uplay. Uh, these uh, what are, what are these people thinking when they have their own services like that? Just use Steam. Just use Steam, please. Epic Epic is the only one that is decent. Yes, that's not total garbage that should be yeah finished. yeah i just hate that like my friends are split like i have epic friends exclusively then i also have like my a majority of my friends are on steam also battle.net isn't awful battle.net's not bad but i'm never no, on battle.net anymore ever since destiny 2 switched to steam i'm never on battle.net oh me neither <laughs> i heard i got an update like a oh. ui big update or something didn't it i don't know i, I haven't been on it since it's been a it's been about a year or two now that Destiny 2 is about to get its cross-platform update, like I'm pumped to play it again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you guys have any games that you feel like lived up to the hype... Oh, yeah, Red Dead 2 was added to the list. I can't remember that. But if you have any games that were that you think were just extremely hyped up by the internet and by marketing and all this stuff, and you yourself were hyped up to play it, and you feel like it lived up to the hype, let us know. Hit us up in the comments uh, if you're listening on YouTube, if you are follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Definitely hit us up or email us. Um, yeah, we would love to hear from you guys and see what games lived up to the hype in your opinion. Guys, it's been fun. I'm glad we're back 
and and, and business better and better than ever. That's right. Kyle would love to join, but he is celebrating his tenth anniversary with his wife. Woo! So understandably, Yay! he cannot make it. Happy anniversary, guys! Congratulations, Kyle and Jenny. Gosh, to you. That's great. Um, I'm already reviewing our next game. Uh, This is February 5th. I've actually got an interview tomorrow with um, a studio. So you should should be seeing that uh, soon. So stay tuned. Fellas, do you have anything to add before we head out? Nay. Nay. All right. Perfect. Good. Awesome. You're guys, than good. it's been real. I can't wait to talk to you guys again. And as always, have a rad day. <laughs>